You're listening to the Ball and Beats Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Ball and Beats Podcast. How are we doing today, fellas? I'm doing fantastic. How doing, are you, my friend? We're doing we're, good. You're doing pretty good over here, man. Yeah, it's it's been a comedy show over here. It really has been a comedy <laughs> show today, man. But. but it's a great day to be a Toledo Rockets football yes. fan. Yeah, yes, they, sir. Uh, the Rockets, uh, thank you to Northern Illinois as they went on the road and they beat Western Michigan. Um, this is Toledo's first MAC title game since 2017 where they beat Akron. Um, they're most likely going to be playing the Ohio Bobcats um, unless unforeseen acts from Bowling Green where they beat Toledo and then beat Ohio on the road. I don't think that they win both those games, but, you know, we'll find out. Uh, but Toledo is in the game. Uh, good for Jason Candle and good for the Toledo Rockets football program. They've been wanting this for a few years now. They've been, like, the favorite of the East for really, honestly, the last, like, we seven kinda, years in we a kinda, row. We kind of dogged Toledo at the beginning of the season after they lost to San Diego State, saying this team's going to go 6-6. Six and six. And then they proceeded to only lose one game after that. So they, they've they've gone undefeated so far in their own division and keep in mind, their division is not very good. Um, Eastern Michigan and Ball State are really only the mediocre teams. Toledo's always kind of stood out in this year so far as the team to beat in the West, and they've proved it. They've gone out. They've taken care of business. Um, they have Bowling Green next week, so it's, you know, it's not a meaningless game. You know, the, the I, Battle of I-75 is never a meaningless game. You know, they're, you know, Rockets fans and these players want to beat Bowling Green. But Tol- Bowling Green also need they need this win. Toledo or Bowling Green needs to win either at Toledo or at Ohio to become bowl eligible. So they they have, have been playing good football though as of recently. Yes, they the, did not last night. No, they, they got blown. Night. Scott Leffler. I've never been a big fan of him. He's got his players to kind of buy into him, but the problem with him is Leffler. You know, with Matt McDonald, he's never going to take you to a MAC title game. He's always been a guy. He's never really impressed me. He has good stats, but he's one of those players where it more is, you know, my friend from Bowling Green, Matt, he's, he's never liked Matt McDonald because of the way he throws the ball, and he's not very always inaccurate, or always inaccurate, I should say. And for Bowling Green, they're more run-heavy. The running backs are good. They have a pair of freshman running backs that are good, but – um. Enough talking about Bowling Green. Um, for Toledo, you know, congratulations to the Rockets. Congratulations to Jason Candle, Jalen Riven, all of our friends over there that, you know, I know how much they wanted this. And the fight's not over. They still have two more games. Um, they still have to play Bowling Green in the rivalry game like it is every year. Um, with it being on a Tuesday, I think, is a travesty. But it's this should be a Saturday game. Because, you know, with – here's the thing about Maction. I love midweek matching. I do. I think it's great. The only problem is seeing empty stands everywhere, every stadium, no matter where you go. It's it, it sucks because yeah, the only people you saw was me and Alan. Yeah, and my <laughs> yeah. friend, and my friend <laughs> Billy. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah. You, you don't see anybody, and it sucks because like Bowling Green and Toledo is the biggest rivalry in the Mid American Conference. Yeah, um, it's you know one of those rivalries like these two schools don't like At- each other, and most of the time. Kids that are in Northwest Ohio, they choose between those two schools. You know, we chose we chose Toledo, mm-hmm. better school. And, yes. you know, other kids chose Bowling Green. You know, it's one of those things where it's either one or the other, and it's a rivalry game. And it's crazy to me because when we were at the Ball State game, I, I told Logan, 
we could have a conversation with the cheerleaders right now. Yeah, we it, were we were almost having conversations with the cheerleaders. To be fair, one of the cheerleaders uh, is my friend, so he was trying to throw me a shirt, but he missed the other dude. So yeah, that's tough. But yeah, um, I but, think this should always be a Saturday game, and it yeah. sucks because you know, with it being a Tuesday night, this is a rivalry game, and not a lot of ho- not a whole lot of people are going to be at this game. It's going to be senior night. I think people. The only I, people who will be there is Dave Portnoy and Barstool. Yes, yes. And I think I think everyone is going to go to. The I'll bar- be. The, I mean, it's it's going to be it's going to be exciting. And that's that. the problem because so many people are going to go to that Barstool tailgate, but not go to the game. Well, yeah, it's because you get to see Big Cat, you get to see Dave Portnoy. But uh, I'm going to go to both. Av. I'll, yeah. I'll be at both. It, I mean, it's it's cool that Barstool's coming. Because it's a weird location where they're doing it, to be honest. Lot though. 8, Lot I think. 8. Yeah. yeah. Where's that again? That is behind, uh, that's on the south side of the Glass Bowl. It's like behind the second. It's closer to Carter Field, isn't I guess. That yeah, where it is nobody, isn't that where nobody parks? Yeah. Like, there's like a few cars there, but nobody that's parks. That's closer to Carter Field, like he said. It's by the student entrance. No, it's it's even past. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Yeah, it's even farther south. Yeah. It's weird. Okay, I'm surprised. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I know. All right. Well, gotta have it somewhere, I guess. Yeah. With Toledo being as compact as it is, I guess it makes sense. But right. Um. No, it's. I mean, where else were you gonna put it? Yeah. And then we're gonna put it in Centennial. That's gonna be. I mean, it's gonna be exciting. Midweek Max is always fun. I just think it's stupid that you know you have a game like this should be. It was Honestly, sad. I've, stu- I've never understood why this game's never been like end of the season game. Yeah. To begin with, one like Ohio State, Michigan. Yeah. yeah. Like rivalry games, Auburn, Alabama. And to be fair, I mean, only reason we we know why they play the Maxion games it's so they can make money. Yep. And they can make so some they kind they of can revenue be on, on ESPN. TV. The, the Toledo Ball State game was on ESPN. Mm-hmm. The yes, ESPN. It was. Yes, yeah. Yes, that's it was. why they do it because they pay the most money. Right. So. They pay the money to get on TV. They make money from it. That's the reason why they play it on a Tuesday night against their big rival coming up. Uh, it, it, it is in a weird time because, like you said, a lot of people don't show up. Especially because people have classes on a people Wednesday morning. People have classes morning. the next day. It's a Tuesday night. You know, they have, you know, Wednesday. It's, it's in the middle of the week, and it's not a Saturday. You can't, like, enjoy it. You know, some, you know, people work on the week. They have off on the weekend, so some parents won't be able to come because they got to work the next. See day. what I personally think: uh, the UTBG game every year to me should be the final week of the year on that Saturday at seven thirty p.m. Yeah. We know the because all this area is Ohio State, Michigan fans. You got them Notre Dame fans, and then you got them random other Michigan, team fans. Michigan, State but Ohio fans. State, Michigan State fans too. But you, it's Ohio State, Michigan. That game's always noon. We always know it's going to be a noon game. We always know it's going to be on Fox too, and on <laughs> yeah. Fox. So make UTBG that same day just a 7:30 game. I'm like, the that that's the other issue though, because there's so many other bigger games on Saturday that they'll put on over. Put it on BG. like CBS Sports Network or put it on something like I don't care if it's on ESPN three, and neither do the people here because the people want to be at the game. They don't yes. they want to be watching it from home. Right. And, you know, with a rivalry game, you want to go to these games, and it's not like it's an expensive rivalry. It's not like Ohio State, Michigan, where work. the tickets are seven hundred bucks a piece. Yeah, it's yeah. you know we get to go for free, and for Bowling Green students, I think it's probably only fifteen twenty bucks. Like for last a ticket. year, because last not year, bad. last year they were selling tickets for us to go there. It was only fifteen bucks. Exactly, and that game was awesome because it was fun. Blew, that, that's one blew, thing blew I mentioned. That was one thing I mentioned earlier to Alan as well. For bang for your buck. For Division One football, you can see some quality football at MAC teams like Toledo. Toledo, you easily get it's it's there's not a better deal out there for college football than going to a Toledo game for fifteen bucks per exactly. game, 
where you could occasionally, every couple of years, maybe see a team like the U come or Missouri come. BYU. BYU, Boise State. You know, you get to see some of these quality college football teams come. Navy's been here. I've seen yep. them play Cincinnati here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and then you have me next year because Toledo's going to Champaign. San, Di- I'm, I'm, San Diego State's I'm, coming here next year. I'm probably going to spend roughly 100-something on those tickets because the Ohio State tickets were over 100. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's Well, that was known because, you know, it's, well, yeah. it, it was more expensive because it was an in-state game between two in-state. I mean, they're not rivals, but they're two in-state colleges, and they knew people from Toledo would come down to watch the game, and that they did. A lot of Rockets fans showed up to that I'm game. I'm kind of hoping that they, like, discount the tickets for us to go to Illinois. I know people... I feel, like, I feel like they don't really expect many Toledo fans to travel to Champaign. That's over five... I think they're going to discount that's, tickets for the MAC championship. That's five and a half hours to yeah. Champaign. And I know people who weren't even fans of Toledo or Ohio State who were, like, Michigan or, like, random... People who just had nothing tied to UT or Ohio State that were at that game. I met some of them at that game. There was like almost every person I knew besides myself was there. (laughs) It was so annoying. (laughs) Yes. I met I met some people there who were like that. They're like, I I just wanted to come see a good football game. Well, exactly. And And I met some Ohio State fans who went to the University of Toledo. Yeah. So it's like it was really enjoyable. I loved it. It was was my first Ohio State game. Mine too. It was fun to go to. Just, you know, a cool atmosphere. Cool game day experience. I never... I loved it. Never experienced that. The drive home was not fun, though. That was... Luckily, I stayed the night. That was rough. Stayed the night. But I digress. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, any of you Toledo fans who are listening, if you travel from Toledo to Champaign, I recommend you stay overnight because it's five and a half hours. Well, let's... Uh, yeah, and with the MAC championship game, that's going to be a noon game. That's going to be on December 3rd, yep. I think. December so it 3rd. Will, it, will, it will be a noon game, so... Um, and they're most... Likely. 90%, gonna, 99% going to be playing Ohio Bobcats. I'm excited just because Toledo, Toledo, hasn't lo- Toledo hasn't looked like this. They've always had a game where they shouldn't lose, and they do the past few years. You know... Last... Uh, Tuesday, this Tuesday night, this past one, was one of those games that they would have lost in the past. Exactly. A few years ago, they lost to Bowling Green... That was the last time they lost a bowling. I think it was twenty nineteen or twenty twenty, and they were like they were four and one, five and one. They were like looking great. Bowling Green was terrible, and they lost to BG. That completely derailed their season, and the loss to NIU last year at home killed them. The last, you know, Eastern Michigan. They didn't win these home games that they should win. Yep. Toledo is undefeated at home so far this season. They're yes. five and zero. Oh. They haven't lost. And that's something to be said on the coaching staff. Now they are two and three on the road. It's not great, but when you play Ohio State, when you play, you know, San Diego State, you play these teams on the road, you're not always gonna win. But it doesn't matter because in the end it matters what your overall record is. And in the Mac, Toledo's doing great. Exactly. And uh Daquan Finn, I I pray he does not leave. I I don't think he. Here's will. the thing. Okay, I, me I, and Spencer. We had a conversation about this. I said that if Toledo wins the MAC this year, I think he leaves because I think you go out with a MAC title, you're good. If they lose the MAC, I think he comes back for another season, and Tries Tucker Gleason it. backs him up. Then Tucker Gleason will be that guy after Finn leaves because Tucker Gleason. I mean, he won. He, 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 Honestly, he's the reason why Toledo is in this position because they needed to win that game at 
Eastern Michigan, and because of him, they did. They had a great comeback win, and um, he will be. And honestly, if Finn leaves, it's not the worst thing in the world because you have Gleason to back up. Now it would suck to lose Finn. Finn's a fantastic quarterback, and I don't. I don't want to. I would rather have him than Gleason, but. It's it's good knowing you have a freshman backup or a guy that can step up and win you games. Um, but it is – I just feel like there's going to be, like, a Big Ten team that's going to call to him. Like Maybe Nebraska. Ne- Nebraska. I feel like Michigan State is one of those possibilities. Purdue, Purdue is one of those teams. Like, one of those Mac even, West teams. And I know that this is a far – like, kind of a stretch, but maybe even Wisconsin. I don't maybe. see that as Graham a Mertz, Graham Mertz, Graham Mertz is, what, a junior? Yeah. And he isn't very good. Yeah. So. I mean, there's there's a lot of teams. I mean, in the they went calling for Caleb Williams. Illinois, got Illinois is another one of those because their quarterback is a senior. Um, Tommy DeVito from mm-hmm. Sy- he was from Syracuse and he transferred to Illinois. He's he's a senior. You know, there's gonna be guys because people took notice after that Ohio State game of Daquan Finn. Even though Toledo only put up 21, that was probably Finn's best game. Like that that throw in the first quarter yep. where he had that 50 yard touchdown. That was amazing. Like, that was that was an amazing throw, amazing catch. Was Ohio State fans on social media are still talking about what Big Ten team he'll end up at. They're exactly. still talking about it. He, he'll he'll go somewhere. He'll go somewhere. Indiana, Illinois. There's, there's a ton of teams. The, the, only, the only teams that he won't, that I don't see at all, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. That's it. Yeah. Those three teams. Every other team could use a better quarterback. Because Ohio State, they're going to lose Stroud. But they're gonna have Kyle McCord or Brown. And we or in, what I boldly predicted. Drake May. That would be nice, but I'm the guy. We still have and we what for Michigan they'll have JJ McCarthy and for Penn State Drew Aller. Yeah. Drew Aller is gonna be their guy next year. I don't care if Clifford comes back for a twentieth year. He's done. Um twentieth year. Yeah. Honestly, that's, I think that seems that's that's like blowballing them to be honest. Yeah. Speaking of Michigan, though, I was talking to one of my friends and I said I would not be surprised. If Cade McNamara transferred, because he's been riding oh, the that's, bench, that's pretty much. He'll it. follow. Uh, what's his name? Who is at Michigan? McCaffrey to Northern Colorado University. <laughs> no, I he's, would probably. He's gonna go join Spencer Rattler in South Carolina. No, what a, what a mess that dude's been. I know. He was projected number one to the Lions at one point. I know. Now he's gonna XFL not, number not, one now, overall. Now he's gonna not even touch a professional football team. XFL. Yeah. yeah, the XFL won't even want him. He's not good. NFL Europe if, if they come back. <laughs> CFL, CFL, most definitely. Bring him to the MAC. <laughs> <laughs> might need might, that might be better for him. But if we lose Finn, we get Spencer Rattler. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so bad. That'd be a downgrade. <laughs> it, honestly, I agree. No yeah, offense, Spencer be. Rattler. Yeah, no offense, but Spen- it would be. Spence, you need to get better. Um, better. How much time but, yeah. does he have left? <laughs> He's on none. It, he's, he's a senior. He's two see. years of eligibility. I, he might because of COVID year. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. might have another year. Because yeah. I think he's a junior this year. He'll be a senior. I thought, next a, I thought he was a senior this yeah, I year. I thought he was a senior. Because I thought he was a junior last year. Um whatever the case. <laughs> everyone <laughs> projected this guy to be something. And I never saw it in him anyway at yeah, Oklahoma. He's a he eight, is a junior. Eight touchdowns, nine interceptions. Well, we saw what happened Ooh, in the wee. Texas game. That's gorgeous. Ooh, picture. After that bad wow. Texas game he had, he got subbed out and sorry. Yeah. So do we want to talk a little bit about the NBA? Now yeah, that we're, for sure. we're a few weeks into the season now, we have some surprises. 
the Utah Jazz are ten and three. Makes and, no sense. You know they Makes they no traded sense. their two best players, and they don't need them. Laurie Markkinen has stepped up, averaging twenty four five and six. Colin Sexton's gotten fifteen. He's not he's not doing as well as he did in Cleveland, but he's still doing well, and he's there. Jordan Clarkson's been well doing well for him. I mean, this team has players and they have the best record in the NBA. No, they don't. Never mind. Uh, they have the, the best Bucks. in the West. Yeah, the Bucks. The Bucks. the Bucks are ten and one with a win over the Oklahoma City Thunder last night. They <laughs> in two overtimes. Yeah, um, my team pushed them to the edge, but Shea can't. Shea can't do everything by himself. I want to talk a little bit about two teams that are in utter turmoil, and I think <laughs> I think that are. I don't know what they do. You want to know what I They love? don't have their draft picks. Their team's imploding on themselves. And hey. You I, know what I, I, I... And their coaches, th- th- they have two coaches that don't know what they're doing. So the Thunder are currently 4-7, and seven, and the Lakers are 2-9. and nine. One of those teams is the Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> the other team is the Brooklyn Nets. With the late... Brooklyn Nets traded all of their first-round picks for the next, like, six years to the Houston Rockets. Yep. For James Harden. James Harden's not on the team anymore. He's in Philly. <laughs> and the Lakers traded all their first-round picks to New Orleans because LeBron, Anthony Davis. Well, Anthony well, Davis can't stay on the court for half a season. Well, you know LeBron just wanted to play with his friends. Yes. Yeah, LeGM. And LeGM has never worked out. Never. Well, we see. They're 2-9. and nine. The only reason why he has some titles is because he had a super team around him. But this seems not super. He's been Le GM ever since he's gotten to Miami. LA. Miami? You're saying LeBron back to Miami to win a title at Jimmy Butler? And- <laughs> <laughs> what are they, like two, four and six? Four and seven. Yeah, oh, they have the same record as the Thunder. So it, what? It's the, it's the first it's the seven. First. It's a, we've played one-seventh of the season. Very, very early. But no, I want to talk about... Everything that's going on in Brooklyn, everything that's going on with the Nets, with Kyrie Did you Irving, see what the Nets did? They're not going to hire Ime Udoka anymore. They're not hiring Ime Udoka no Because more. of the Kyrie situation. They don't want too bad. They're hiring, team, what was it, Jacques Vaughn? This yeah. team was doing exactly what it did like eight years ago when they traded for a bunch of old players for Boston to Boston. Yeah. From Boston, sorry. Yeah. They traded all their first-round picks. Those first-round picks turned out to be Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Two superstars on the Boston Celtics. They now have traded their next six years worth of first-round picks, pick swaps, unprotected, you name it. They don't have it. And now Kyrie's not playing. To the Houston Rockets. The Houston Rockets could legitimately get two top five picks this year. Yep. I don't think the Nets are going to – the Nets are terrible. And now they they don't they they hired some random person as a head coach. I've never heard of him. I've heard of Jacques Vaughn before. He I've heard of him. He's not good. He's he has not. a career record of like 68 and 160 something. Well, I saw it online. Um, this Nets team is doing like they're just running themselves into the ground again. They're now they have pieces to trade. Uh, sorry, piece to trade in Kevin Durant. Nobody wants should have traded him to Miami though. Nobody wants Ben Simmons and nobody wants Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving might not even touch the court. court again in his career. Yeah. That's how bad it's gotten. Um with that whole situation, we don't we won't get onto that because that's just that's a whole show. That's a whole different that's ball game. Whole we, different don't, ball we don't want to get into. We don't want to get into it. Um, everybody knows what happened. So that's a mess. 
and the Nets are running themselves into the ground like they normally do. And I said that they were going to make a play-in, but I don't even think they get this there. This team had one good year. Yeah. One. And they lost because of Kevin Durant's foot. Yep. Being too big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and with the Lakers... That's I mean, same it, old, same it's old. same old stuff. It's... I, I picked them to be in the play-in this year. <laughs> There's no way this team's making the play-in. This team's going to be one of the worst in basketball. This team's going to win nothing more than 25 games. And when you have a team with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, three, four years ago, you'd win 65, 70 games. Yes. Now, you're not going to even come close. You're you're not going to get to 30. You're not. And it's something to think about where – like, if you're the GM of the Lakers... Do you get rid of LeBron? No. No one's going to want LeBron. With that contract, and what's going on? I mean, maybe there's a few teams. The Nets do they buy him out? Yeah. Like, if you're the GM of the Lakers, what do you do in a situation? Do you trade AD? Do, uh, do you trade Westbrook? Do you, you ain't going to like it. Do you get rid you of Westbrook? Gonna, you ain't going to like it, but I get, I, get rid of Le, I get rid of LeBron James. Buy him out or trade him? I buy him out. Because no one's going to no want that contract. And don't get me wrong, it's nothing about Le- It's nothing about the player, it's just about how much money he's making. One, money. Two, he himself has made very poor decisions for this franchise. Because we know he really is the decision maker here. Yes, he is. Yep. But someone else needs to step in and decide, no. No yeah. more. No, you, they're, he's driving L.A. into the ground by the decisions he has made bringing in. Anthony Davis, bringing in Russell Westbrook, getting rid of all that young talent in Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram. You got Alex Caruso there. You had all these good pieces, even more. Josh Hart, you had even more. Lonzo, you know, even though Lonzo's not a star, he's a good good guard. He averages 15. He could have won a title with Lonzo. They could have won a title. The whole reason why the Lakers won in 2020 was because of their bench. They had Montrezl Harrell. They had Kyle. And they were also lucky that uh, Jimmy Butler didn't have enough (laughs) energy in his gas tank. Yeah. (laughs) They even. That's that's why. The thing with the Lakers traded a ton for Russell Westbrook, too. They traded the rest of their bench players for Russell Westbrook. You call us the bubble guppies. We were one game away from being back there. What What has the Lakers done since? Those were the true bubble guppies. No, the Lakers, yeah, the Lakers haven't done anything since. They've done and I think nothing. that's why LeBron makes the decisions. Because he's going to say, well, we won a title two years ago. And it's crazy to think about this Lakers team. He needed a four-month hiatus. Yeah, and playing in Disney World. When you give, when Mickey, you give Mickey Mouse old land. players who are the best in the game three, four months off. Bro was playing ready. in Disneyland. <laughs> Disney World. Disney uh, World. Disney World, sorry. But honestly, like... To me, I get rid of LeBron James. Start I would there. Too. Start at LeBron. You think he retires? No. no, I don't think he wants to retire until his son is in the league. Should he retire in LA? Yes. Yes. Well, the problem is, is that if they buy him out, who's... where does he go? Yeah, he'll go to a desperate franchise. Don't look at my the team. The Thunder aren't going. The Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets. Imagine that team with Kyrie, Kevin Durant, and LeBron. No, no, I give you one better. What if, what if he went to Philly, James Harden, LeBron James? I think honestly that would be where he would go. That would be pretty. That would probably be where he goes because then you have Tobias Harris. Their small forward right now, I think, is Thibault. Yeah, you got Tyrese Maxey. You got James Harden. Yeah, Embiid. Embiid. 
That would be a reasonable spot. But the thing is, is that are the Sixers want to take a risk? Because the thing no. with LeBron James is everything he touches now, it goes to crap. Like it, it goes, it goes right into the ground. It kind of happened with Kyrie, and it's weird to think Kyrie and LeBron played with each other for four years. And they wanted to be fair. They won a title. They went to the they went to the championship three times. If you really yep. look at it though, with the Lakers, the blueprint that they wanted was this team to become AD's team eventually. Even though AD he can't be healthy, that's what they wanted was to eventually make this LeBron's team turn into Anthony Davis's team. Yep. That was their blueprint. Unfortunately, it's not looking like it's not it. even come close. It's to not that. come close to that he at can't, all. He can't stay in the court. He can't. He can't play for half a more than half a season. No, he always has an ankle injury or something, and they have to rest. I mean, heck, LeBron's resting now. Yeah, I mean, his team is two and nine, and the the season's already over for the Lakers. And ESPN, and we're not even in ESPN's December. still going to broadcast every single Lakers game. Don't they have a Christmas Day game? Yes. probably. I think they do. Yeah, they have to. They they broadcast every Lakers game on ESPN and TNT. So what happens That's when you sad. are the most popular NBA franchise, though? Even though you're bad, they were the same way when they had literally nobody. Yeah. When they had D'Angelo Russell and you know Andrew Bynum. <laughs> it's crazy to think that they had yeah, no that kidding. the Lakers had all this talent, and it's the Lakers the have always had talent. They just couldn't get it together. Like the only times they didn't have talent is when they were rebuilding. Six seven years ago, when they were you know drafting Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, when the you know the late years of Kobe Bryant, it's and then since that they've just slowly built this team, and LeBron has been a main reason why this team is going to be in the ground because when they signed him, uh, he was coming off a really like an, just an, a crazy year in Cleveland where he just carried that team to the finals, mm-hmm. and I probably everyone who's going to go to the Lakers, I wouldn't have signed him. LeBron James in the in the year that he is, everything that's happening, he drives everything into the ground and he makes a franchise worse. When he left Cleveland in 2018, the team was terrible for two, three years. Now the Cavs have pieces and the Cavs are a fun team to watch. If you go get LeBron, you know your team's gonna be in the pieces for two to three years. Yes. Yes. After he's gone. Yes. After he left Miami. The Heat weren't very good for a few years. And then they came back. And then they came and back. And they looked like a Pat Riley-led program. They got Jimmy Butler. You know, Tyler Harrow was drafted. Duncan Robinson was Miami's a like signing. that, though. Miami Biombo is good. still at, playing good? Yeah. You got... Did you say Biombo? Fuck. <laughs> Bismarck <Hutch>. Biombo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my is gosh. Kansas legend? I think he went to Kansas. <laughs> Bismack Beyond. Sorry, I forgot. I'm talking about these. Sam Adebayo. 70 yeah. overall in, uh, yeah. in 2K. Uh, but Miami is one of those teams that once it runs its course, you suck for a couple years, and then they go out and get another splash. That's what they've done. Here, I think we might be coming to that time, either this season or next season, where it might be running its course. Well, but I do Ky- think Kyle the thing Lowry is. Isn't the I have answer. a question: Who is on the Raptors that they would trade? Because apparently the Raptors want to trade for Shea. Fred Van Vliet. For Shea? Yeah. Fred, Fred, Van, Fred Van Vliet. For they Shea. Would, they would probably have to trade Scotty Barnes. For Shea. Scotty Barnes and or Fred Siakam. Van Vliet. Or Siakam. Siakam's si- another one. Siakam's been on the trade market for like three years in a row. Yeah. Ever and since he's they never won been the traded. Title. Yeah. Well, since the start of the season, it's been rumored that the Raptors have been looking at. Well, the thing is, that the Raptors are going to have to trade at least like three. First round draft picks, they're gonna, and that's more draft picks for the Thunder. <laughs> you know, if they, you know, if they already have enough, 
And you would have to tr- give Siakam. I think the Thunder would want Scotty Barnes more than Siakam just because of the age. Him winning Rookie of the Year last year, you know, wasn't deserved. Um, and everything that's going on. But, you know, I wouldn't mind if Shea just stays in OKC. Me neither. You build around him, you know, when Chet comes back next year. Try to get a free agent, something. Because the way Shea is playing, I mean, the Pistons beat them the other night. He scored like 38-some points. They couldn't, t- gu- they couldn't guard him. I told you, Shea will never be the reason why we lose the game. Oh, absolutely not. It's, 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 your, it's, it's your defense. He had 39 points last night, and we still <laughs> lost to the Bucks in double overtime. It's your defense. Your defense. The OKC's defense is It's almost as bad as the Pistons. Actually, the Pistons is worse. I got to say, you know who has been playing like a MVP to start this season? John Morant. Yes, but that's not who I was thinking. Luca. Yes, but that's not who I was thinking. Yeah, he told me this earlier. <laughs> Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell is averaging 31 and a half points a game right now. Yeah, he He's is. flourishing in Cleveland. He is what I wanted in this offseason for Miami. He was the piece I wanted. I wanted him over Kevin Durant because of the age. He's a star. He needed to get out of Utah. Him and Rudy Gobert did not get along. No. Him in Cleveland with all those young pieces, Evan Mobley, you've got Karis LeVert, you have uh, who's the Jared Allen? You got a lot of pieces there. I think Evan you, Mobley. You know, th- I think even Delavadova is back there now. I think if I'm correct, Kevin Love. Kevin <laughs> Kevin Love ain't Kevin bad. Love is still there. Kevin Love ain't bad, you know. You know Evan Mobley, Lavert Allen, Love, Chetty Osman. Hey, really quickly in some soccer news, Aston Villa just uh, I seen earlier yeah. unveiled their new crest. It looks it looks like Chelsea's. I like it though. <laughs> it, look, it looks like Chelsea's. It's a knockoff Chelsea it looks, uh, crest. Yeah, pretty much. But not that Spencer would know. He, oh? he, exactly. <laughs> uh, but but back to basketball. Genu- genuinely, the Cleveland Cavaliers. I said they were going to be a top five team in the East. They are going to be a legit contender for the finals. I think they can get a top three spot. I think they could be two. They can be con- they can be a contender to make the finals. I do think that oh, they've beaten the Celtics twice in Boston and at home. Yeah, it's crazy to think about how. This Cleveland team has turned it around. The, you know, two years ago, this team was awful. They won like twenty something games. Last year, you could see you could see the improvement if they weren't injured because they were the most injury prone team in in basketball last they season. They won forty four yep. games last year. They if, made the play. If they were healthy, they, they could have won like fifty five. Yeah, and now you added the star piece, and who should be in Miami with Jimmy? I'm telling you, man. That's Donovan tough. Mitchell was the guy I wanted. We I would have traded. And it sounds bad. Because Hero is is playing really good right now. He is averaging 20 a game right now. I would have traded Hero and Robinson to get Donovan Mitchell. 100%. LeBron no James just, uh, just tweeted out his response to the Kyrie Irving situation, and he said that he needs to be playing. He wants Kyrie playing, but... Uh. That's, and then I he said... Wanna, and then I don't want to get into that. We're we, we not going to dive down that We're road We're not going right to dive down that road. Also, LeBron, well, LeBron ended it by saying, back to my rehab session. So he might need to be. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, with, <laughs> with his late, you know, his Lakers, how they're doing. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's it, get put to, me, it put me in rehab. Let's get, let's get to our football picks this week with college football game, and NFL games. Game one. Uh, I have a feeling I know who we're going to pick, but it's the battle of I 75. We've been waiting for this all season, all season long. It's the rivalry game. Barstool will be here. Barstool will be here. Everybody will be here. 
Well, not everybody, because, you know, the stands on Maction are not great. But we already got into that at the beginning of the episode. Bowling Green and Toledo. Bowling Green comes in at 5-5. Five and five. Toledo clinched the, clinched, uh, the Mac West. They're 7-3. and three. Toledo's coming off a big, big win against Ball State. Um, give me the Rockets. They're at home. Toledo has been owning Bowling Green the past decade. Um, knock on wood. But... Um, I do like the way this Toledo team has been playing recently. This defense has stepped up big. The only reason why they beat Ball State was because of their defense. The second half, their offense was not good, and their defense stepped up and made plays. Um, give me the Rockets at home. I think that they'll take. I think that they'll keep the um, I seventy five trophy. I think for uh, I'm gonna go with Toledo, and I think that that rocket that's pointed right at BG Stadium. I think we should launch it. So then we can actually say fair. No, because here, here's what I told Logan during the game. I was like, if we destroy their stadium and then we rebuild it, we can just say Toledo owns BG forever because we own the stadium. That's actually good. That's yes. actually really good. So yes. I will be going with our Toledo Rockets. We should launch it every week, by the way. Just blow up their stadium every single week. <laughs> just demolition. Just demolition. Our tuition money is going to be going into the rebuild of <laughs> Dwight Perry Stadium. Right. Exactly. No, it's going to be Rocket exactly. Stadium I mean, by I mean, the that, end of I mean, it. Their stadium looks like a high school stadium anyway. So it would help. It ain't that bad. It's a high school stadium. It ain't that bad. Did you go game. last year? Because it's, it's totally, the thing it about, still holds the same amount. The thing about Bowling Green sports, their basketball is like a, it looks like a high school arena. It's a good arena though. It's a very nice arena. It looks like Central Catholics. Um, their football stadium looks like a high school football team. Uh, the one thing I will say, I really like their ice hockey rink. Me too. I've Yost seen it. Is really, really I, I nice. do like Stroh Center though. I do like Stroh Center. Their basketball court. It is. It's a bigger version of Central's basketball gym. Um, I will be on the call of this game on Tuesday. You guys are going to have the fun as a fan. I'll be on the call. It's going to be work for or me. We're going to Barstool. I'll <laughs> see you there. there. It'll be work for me. But um, give me the Rockets, of course. I expect Daquan Finn to finally kind of get over his injury lump. I mean, he had the injury. He didn't play against Eastern. He did yeah. come back against Ball State. He was still pretty banged up. Uh, but you, you could see it a little bit that he was still dealing with some of that injuries. Yeah. But I expect him to be at 100%. He's going to be all go against BG. He's going to let it go. Rockets big. All right. Game two. Uh, one of the bigger games in the SEC. Uh, LSU at Arkansas. LSU's coming off a massive win at home against Alabama. There's they, no way. They traveled. There's to, no way Alabama loses to LSU. No loses to LSU. LSU. <laughs> yeah, there was no. Oh, wait, there was. Oof. Um, <laughs> Yeah. They traveled to Woo Pig Siggy. Suey. <laughs> Woo Pig Siggy? Woo Pig Siggy. <laughs> Woo Pig Suey in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Um, I have a friend whose sister goes to Arkansas. Give me the pigs at home because I think LSU is overrated. I like the reasoning. I believe LSU is overrated, but I think they're riding the high off of being Alabama in overtime. I don't think it takes them overtime to be an Arkansas team. Arkansas is good, but they're not that good. The thing is, this game's at night. That's why I'm picking. You know, I, yeah. I mean, I, I figured, yeah. but, but I am going to go with the LSU Tigers. I've seen but. this story before with Ohio State winning a big game at home. and getting Penn completely State 39-38 to 38 and then lose 55-24 to Iowa. Getting a, completely obliterated on the road. 
Well, we'll see if this it's LSU. It's the same situation, we'll, and I can see it. We'll see if this LSU team is for real. Give me LSU. Thing is, I can I can see that happening. I could see Arkansas blowing out LSU because of riding the high of beating Alabama and being one win away from clinching your spot in the SEC title game. Uh, I do expect LSU to start out slow. I do expect Arkansas to have the lead for most of this game. Uh, but I think Brian Kelly, he's been there before as a coach. He's been in these big moments. He's not necessarily always won the big moments, but he has the experience, unlike Sam Pittman, in these moments. Uh, I think Jaden Daniels is talented enough. Uh, Jaden Daniels, excuse me, I said Jalen. Jaden Daniels. Uh, he's talented enough. Uh, he's a pretty good dual threat. I, I, I think LSU will get it out. I think LSU wins by like seven or three. It'll be a close one, but I, I think LSU comes back because I think Arkansas will have the lead majority of this game. Uh, but give me LSU. All right. The battle of the teams who are trying to get into a New York Six Bowl. New York or, Six Bowl? Sorry, New Year's Six Bowl. Wow, what is today, New, man? New Year's Six Bowl. It's, it's been a day. <laughs> it's it's been a day. It's uh, UCF at Tulane, where I really thought game day was going to go. Um Tulane's been looking good. Tulane is looking really good. One of my buddies has um his dad goes to Tulane or his <laughs> dad, his dad coaches. He'll say this about not every not game that this week. Um he's a professor at Tulane. Um and because of that, I'm gonna choose UCF. <laughs> Screw you, Liam. <laughs> oh, Alan. I'm gonna go with Tulane. They honestly, they've been one of my bigger surprises of the season. They played really well, and I believe they continue this momentum. They are ranked in the college football playoff. Both of them are. Screw yep. UCF. I'm tired of this. We riding the green wave. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. All right. All right. The next game, the game where Alabama has absolutely no, no shot. shot. In losing. In losing. Alabama at Ole Miss. Give me Alabama by a billion. <laughs> there, there's no way they go into the Grove and beat Lane Kiffin. I'm sorry, Lane Kiffin, but Alabama's mad and they are going to win. There's no way they lose. The I, have something yeah, no else, way. I have something else marked on my notes, but give me Bama by like 63. Yeah. 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 I have something. It, it's marked differently on my notes, but so give we're all, me Bama we're all picking Bama. Yep. In a, in a blowout. We're, we're, yeah. we're picking Bama. In a, in a blowout. In a huge it's blowout. Huge, massive blowout. You know, Alabama. Sorry, Ole Miss stands no chance. One of my friends, she goes to Ole Miss. And, uh, Who goes though? Well, she does, apparently. But Our party school. Her name's Mike, Michael Orr, maybe? No. Jackson Dart. Jackson <laughs> <laughs> Dart. Um, North Carolina at Wake Forest, next game of the week. Um, North Carolina is Drake the best May. team in the ACC. Drake May has been phenomenal. Logan's picked to come to Ohio State next year. Yes. Uh, North Carolina has had one loss all year to a terrible, overrated, no good, very bad Notre Dame team. <laughs> can you can you repeat that for the people in the back? Very good, no good, no bad. <laughs> no bad. No bad. Very bad Notre Dame team that you know. All Clemson, over the place. Clemson kept telling me. Um, this is a game. I'm gonna go with North Carolina. I think North Carolina is just gonna keep riding the wave to the ACC title game. Uh, Wake Forest has been up and down a lot this season, and the um, Sam Hartman hasn't been the guy that we all thought he was. So give me, give me the Tar Heels. I believe the Tar Heels are gonna stomp all over the Demon Deacons, giving North Carolina. North Carolina's best team in the ACC. They got the best quarterback in that conference. Uh, the future Buckeyes is going to beat the, beat Demon Deacons uh, this weekend. 
Drake May all the way. You will be Ohio State's Heisman winning quarterback next season. That'd be nice. And then the game of the week. TCU at Texas. Game day will be here. Or game day will be there. Oh, <laughs> yeah, game day. Game day, game, game day live from TCU Toledo. at hey, Texas. Even the GOATs have an off game, man. T- yeah, TCU at Texas. Um, T- this is TCU's prove-it game. This is to prove that you belong in the top four. And for Texas, they still have a chance of making the Big 12 championship. Uh, they need a lot to happen, though. Um, and they, they need, need they need Kansas State, I believe, to lose one more game. They and also they, need to win this. Oh uh, no, I because te- Texas has two losses in the Big Twelve. I think Kansas. Oh no, Texas. I think this would be the Big Twelve title game right now. Yeah, I, believe I think. So. I don't know, but for Texas, they need to win. Give it. me the Longhorns. I think TCU is overrated. I think that the Frogs are their past defense. They're a lot like Tennessee, like we said in previous episodes. Um. Their pass defense is abysmal, and Quinn Ewers has been—he's been good this year. For the record, it would be TCU versus Baylor if it ended today. Oh, how about the Bears, the defending Big Twelve champions? Um, but give me Texas. I think that with this game being at, at home, I think there's a whole different atmosphere than going at, at Kansas. Um, there's a difference between playing a high school stadium and playing in an actual, actual stadium. Uh, give me the Longhorns. Give me. The Horned Frogs by like three points. Only for the fact that TCU has always been a team that's been okay. You know what I mean? Like they've never had like a great, great season until now. Like they've always been in the conversation for a like big 12. 20. You had 2014. 2014, OSU, it was between OSU and TCU for the first spot. And they Baylor. were both undefeated. And the reason why neither of them got in, they didn't have a conference championship game. Yep. Yep. If they did, probably would have gotten out of OSU. 100%. So, but good me, thing they didn't. But exactly, give me the horn frogs. Because we won in the end. Yeah. Give me the horn frogs. I believe that this, like you said, it's a prove it game. And if they win, they prove it. I don't know why, but this game for me just screams the committee finally giving someone what they want and them just choking it. Kind of like te- Tennessee it, last week. Yeah. It gives me that kind of vibe of like, you know, you ask for it. Now go prove it. Yep. And granted, Texas is. Texas is... They're solid. They're solid. They're not back yet, but they're solid. Don't worry. We'll say they're back next year. They, 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 could, they should <laughs> have been keep, back they'll keep, in... They'll, they'll keep saying they're back. They should have been back in week two, to be honest with you. Yeah, they, you know, they yeah, should have they but. but they're not back, but they're on their way back, I guess is the way to put it. Uh, TCU, they've really been in some close games. They have... They're lucky they haven't lost, like, a few games. Yeah. And it's their defense is not good. Nope. Their defense is not good. It's... Tennessee's is just as bad, if not worse. Yep. TC, TCU relies on Max Dugan way too much. And uh, that offense. And I, their wide receiver. If, if Quinn Ewers can do what he does, if Texas can just stop TCU a couple times, give me the Longhorns by like two touchdowns. Because I think Texas can at least score 30-plus points. Yeah. Especially Texas, Texas can, put up, can put up points. Yeah. 100%. Anyone could... Honestly, Daquan Finn would probably drop five touchdown passes on this defense. He's going to TCU next year. <laughs> Might as well. Uh, <laughs> Let's go to professional football. Who cares about Yay! that? <laughs> we all now care. my Browns on the come up. Don't let don't. Let's talk don't about this Thursday night game. Falcons read? at Panthers. Ooh. This is the bat. Hold yeah. On. Give me a second. Give me a second. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel. Well, this is that's the NFL for you. Um, <laughs> this season, yeah. The Panthers are abysmal. They have no quarterback. I mean, they got PJ Walker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they also have Baker Mayfield. <laughs> is Sam Darnold still there? It's, it's Sam Darnold. They have two of the top five picks from the 2018 draft. Uh, give me the Falcons just because they have a pulse. Do I have to pick? Yes. You can forfeit your pick if you want to. Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> I picked the Falcons. And do you want to know my pick? Baker Mayfield's team. There's my pick right there. Crickets. The Falcons by like one point. One to nothing. A one point safety. That's what I'm, that's what I'm giving it. It's a seven one, to six. Yeah, no, seven, no, three to two. Three to two, yes. Two nothing Falcon, game. Falcons three to two. Baker Mayfield throws six interceptions, even though he's the second string quarterback to PJ Walker, XFL legend. And then, you know, now I got to give P.J. Walker credit. You know, he, he's he looked beat like Tom Brady at home. He's looked like the best quarterback out of the three that's on that roster. <laughs> Who's on that roster? Matt again? Corral, too. Who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> Lane Kiffin led offense. Um, <laughs> the next game, it's kind of overshadowed with the fact that we don't know what's going to happen with Josh Allen, and that's going to affect my pick. But the problem is we still don't know if Josh Allen's going to be playing. It's Vikings at Bills. For uh, fantasy this, reasons, can Josh Allen not play? Uh, I the, have to Viking, face him? the Vikings are the <laughs> least talked about 7-1 team of all time. No one's giving this team a lot of respect. It's partially because they have the same recipe for every, gra- every game. Get a big lead, blow it, and then get it back in the end. That's why I'm picking the Bills. I don't care who's starting at quarterback. Um, Who is their Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Case Keenum, Vikings legend and Browns legend to start, or will probably be playing. Um, I do think that Case Keenum can make some throws, especially, you know, he has weapons all around him. Give me the Bills because it's at home, and I think that the Vikings are due for a game where they looked, where they, you know, they choke. Because they choke, but then they win. And I mean, they choke, and they lose now. So give me the Bills at home. Give me the Bills. Only for the fact that I have Singletary sitting on my roster you for fantasy. Some, you might get you some points this week if Allen's out. Man, y'all sleeping on Kirko Thuggins. No. Y'all sleeping on Kirko Thuggins, man. Give me the Vikings. Give me the Vikings in Buffalo. Tell them to put a shirt on. (laughs) Tell Adam Schefter to put a shirt on. Ain't no one want to see that. Kirko Thuggins is about to go off on this Buffalo defense. He's about to drop five touchdown passes, all of them to Justin Jefferson. And then then Edmonds comes away with five picks. Talk about Joe Mixon getting 55 points in fantasy. We just completely forgot about it because no one cares about the NFL. No, I'm kidding. Exactly. (laughs) Who cares about the National Football League? When you're a Lions fan, you would, though. Same with the Browns. Nah. Chargers at 49ers. Sunday night. Sunday night football and NBC. Um, Hey, Jack. I don't know what goes back in town. Chargers and the, the Niners in a thrilling showdown. showdown. The stadium's rocking. Time to turn up the sound. <laughs> uh, give me the Niners because the Chargers are wholly underrated or overrated. Sorry. <laughs> no, give me the 49ers because my pick to win the MVP, Justin Herbert, has not been playing like looked like, like the MVP. Yeah. <laughs> Bro's Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> and I don't know if it's the coaching. I don't know if it's his. I don't know if it's him, the coaching, or both. 
false. But this Chargers all everything. Yeah, this Chargers team is—they're always touted as Super Bowl contenders, and then they look like this. So it's give, because we believed it. Yeah, you can't believe in an LA team. That's why um, I'm going with the 49ers, and that's why the LA Chargers are definitely winning this game by 30. Because give me the 49ers. We're all, all right, we're all going. 49ers. Maybe it'll be maybe it'll be Herbert's scheme to finally do something. Um, Cowboys at Packers. Mr. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers lost to your favorite team, the Detroit Lions. Made me weekend. happy. Um, it made me happy and sad because this team loves to win when we want them to lose. And now we're actually, I think we're like four we for the fifth. fifth. But yeah. the Rams lost. The Rams pick is looking better. Um, the Packers are awful. It's great. I love seeing them. I was implode. about to slip out a word, but I'm not going to say it on this podcast of how the, what the Packers are. Oh, but, you can tell us after. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> he can tell us uh, after. It's, dang it. It's, yeah. it's probably on that sign up there. Ain't yeah. It? I can't say it. Number two. Yeah. Never mind. But you all know it starts with an S. Ends with a hit. Rhymes with pit. <laughs> Pittsburgh. No. Pit. You know, they said it in Madagascar. Uh, give me the Cowboys exactly. just because Green Bay is imploding on their own face. Uh, give me the Cowboys. Uh, give me the Cowboys. <laughs> Packers look like number two. <laughs> they, hey, if anyone has seen Madagascar, you'll understand the reference of what the Packers. If anyone are. knows what the whereabouts of Aaron Rodgers are, please let me know. Please let me know. He's last, a, he's, seen, last seen with Kirby Joseph. Nothing, you <laughs> idiots. Aaron Rodgers is locked in my basement. Ha ha ha. Browns at Dolphins. Um, the Dolphins are okay. coming off a big win, a big win against the Bears. Kind of weird to say that. Um, they almost they're lost. six and three. They almost lost because Fields is finally looking like a stud. Um, great, the Lions get to play him this week. Um, <laughs> give, give me him. the Dolphins because it's at home. Um, being that's all I need to. Uh, the Dolphins are at home. Just I give think, me. The- I think I think Tua is going to throw for five hundred against. What he's defense. really going to do is throw it under. He's going to underthrow it fifteen yards and get that PI call. It's kind of like LeBron's little weird step back move. It's yeah. It's, it's pretty consistent. It's James crazy. Harden too. Yeah. Uh, give me the Dolphins by like three. I really feel like there is this. I, I think Cleveland's got this like second half fight in them. I really do. They showed it against Cincinnati. They beat them by almost 20 points. Miami. The well, thing is, we're one of those teams that could beat Miami and then lose to you guys. Yeah. We are one of those teams. We could beat and lose anybody in the league right now. That's how we play. But um, I think there's. They got a little bit of energy. They know we got this one guy who's who's supposedly a quarterback coming back here to finally start for us uh, in a couple weeks. Um, who? Deshaun <laughs> Watson. That's who. Who? Um, they 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 look like they're something against that Cincinnati game. Something's brewing. There's always this one team who starts out the year like two and five, ends up in the playoffs at like eleven and six. Too so, bad it won't be the Browns. I think it could be us. I'm not saying it will be us. I feel like we have a second-half resurgence in the season. Give me Cleveland over Miami on the road. You have too much hope there, buddy. I remember when I had hope with my team. <laughs> me too. All right. Let's end it <laughs> off with the, the, greatest team. the Detroit Lions at the Chicago Bears. The Bears are laying three. Um, I mean, I don't even know. Both teams are awful. Give me the Bears just because Fields has a pulse and Jared Goff is terrible. 
I'm not even gonna lie to you. The Lions should have lost that game against the Packers. Yeah, we should have. Tr- you tried to lose. Yeah, we did multiple times. The refs tried to. <laughs> the refs. The refs did screw the Lions over again, but you know. How could I think, you, hey, I you think, did that thing screw you over because you won? Yeah. yeah. They were trying their best, but it wasn't working. Give me the Bears. That just shows you how bad They're Green at Bay home. is. Ju- Justin Fields is really Yeah, it's so around. bad that Green Bay can't even get the refs to win them games anymore. And I do not trust this Lions defense against anybody. Against uh, uh, Would you only, trust them against Daquan Finn? Only Aaron Rodgers. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. It's a question mark. <laughs> it's a question mark. <laughs> Depends on how good uh, Toledo's O-line decides to play. That's true. Hutchinson. Who are you picking, <laughs> Alex? <sighs> I'm picking the Bears because I have Justin Fields starting Bear in fantasy. Fair, fair enough. Chicago fair enough. Bears. Um. Yeah, the Bears. They just look good after last week's Justin Fields perf- ungodly performance. Here's, here's a stat for you: the Lions have not won a road game since December of 2020. Great. <laughs> Looks like we're not doing it again. Hey, yup. Dan, Dan Campbell has not won a single road game. He's tied. He hasn't won a single road game. That's another reason why I'm picking the Bears. Raiders linebacker Blake Martinez announced his retirement from the NFL. Who? No, Packers I'm legend. I'm just kidding. Nice. But anyway, yeah, I'm going uh, with the Bears. Da Bears. Um, da Bears. Da Bears. <laughs> Sausage. Give me Da Bears. Da Bears. Justin Fields is about to run for 250 yards. He's going to hurdle James, uh, <laughs> Aiden Hutchinson. He's going to run him through the turf. He'll well, probably the, cleat him in the throat. The problem is... And uh, then he's going to pass for like like 200 yards but still throw like 55 passes because he has no one else to throw to besides Darnell Mooney and Equinemius. Chase Claypool. <laughs> so overrated. It's not even funny. Equinemius. Honestly, I trust Equinemius more. Give me Equinemius. <laughs> the other St. Brown brothers. Yes. <laughs> and it's weird to say the better one's actually in, in Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> it's the Battle of the Brown brothers. <laughs> yes. All right. Joel Klatt said, someone needs to tell this committee that Trevor Lawrence isn't the quarterback for Clemson football anymore. <laughs> Keeping them in the top 10 is questionable at best. That's one thing we didn't even talk about. How Alabama and Clemson, Clemson. stayed in the top 10 in Alabama's these rankings. Alabama's 9, Clemson's 10. I'd, I'd push Clemson all the way down to like 20. I'd push Alabama to 14th. <laughs> no, you no. I mean, Clemson they, they, they to 14th. They should, they should have put Clemson at 11, so that way they beat the 11th best team. They hey, might, hey. <laughs> might make them play harder now. Yeah, exactly. Ole Miss is going to win this weekend, and Alabama's going to move up. <laughs> no, Alabama, there's member, there's no shot that uh, Alabama yeah. loses. No, you know what I've realized we haven't talked about, oh. which was what I want to talk about on Thursday SMU Houston game that happened Saturday night. 77. The to most. Points in regulation in college football. Yep. Combined between two teams. Besides the D- D- Georgia Tech Cumberland twenty two hundred twenty two. Well, no one's Tanner, ever going to reach two hundred. Tanner points. Mordecai had nine touchdown passes and one rushing. And one rushing, while Houston's quarterback had seven touchdown passes, sixteen receiving touchdowns in that you game. You bet the under in that game. I'm sorry. <laughs> the under was probably 77. At, at, and it was beaten at halftime. Honestly, that we never even talked about that. I thought that was Tuesday. a college basketball game for I a know, second. I know. Um, yeah, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We'll leave it at that today. That's our picks. That's our opinions and everything, you know. You know. The good old, good old. The huge. The usual. The usual. Uh, football's keeping on, keeping on. Rivalry weeks in a two weeks, few weeks. Looking forward. 
Looking forward looking to forward it. Looking forward to November 26th. It's coming closer and closer. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> can't, wait to smoke, ha, ha, ha. can't wait to smoke that McCarthy pack. Who? <laughs> <laughs> can't wait for CJ Stroud Michigan to bust an ankle. I I CJ, oh, what? Did you just wish an injury on a player? No, I would um, never. Yeah, you did. Wow. He totally did. You know what? From You know what? I let, I'll, you know what? Keep that energy. We'll let it slide. Keep that Black Force energy. We'll let it slide. We'll I didn't. I didn't know Michigan had another player. Besides we'll let it Blake slide, just like Stroud will in yeah, the year. Donovan Edwards. Who? Who? The second string running back. That's just as good. Who? Who? <laughs> they <laughs> have other players besides Corum. I didn't know that existed. <laughs> Who else is on the team besides Smith and Jigbo? Is he injured again? Smith and Jigbo. You mean you big mean man Marvin Marv? Harrison? You mean you know, big Bill man Marv? winner. You mean Emeka Ibuka, who's like second in receiving yards behind Marvin Harris? Julian Fleming? <laughs> Julian Fleming? Tawee Maloa? Everybody knows the bowling ball in Mayan Williams. And everybody knows who JT Tuamalo is, is because what happened at Penn State. That's probably one of the single greatest defensive performance by a single player in college. You know what? On that note, say, yeah, so let's end it here. Before, end before it here. we get into a war. Before we start punching each other, uh, this is the end of this episode. Keep tuning in the Ball and Beats podcast. Spread the word. Spread it everywhere. Share it to everybody. And we'll see you guys next episode. Peace. Peace. See y'all.